Welcome to the Rashida Rays podcast. So this podcast, as you know, is all about mental health and well-being. Today, we'll discuss how living abroad could affect your mental health. Yes, it could affect your mental health. So, bonjour Nadege. Bonjour Rashida. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today. I'm fine, thank you. Thank you. Well, that's great to be here. Well, I'm honored to be honest. So, Nadege is um, a coach and trainer in cultural diversity. And back in the 90s, late 90s, I would say, she left her native friends to live in countries like the USA, Germany, Austria, and she worked in various universities. So she had a long experience as um, a researcher as well as an expat, and that's why she is here with us. So Nadej, like the expectations of living abroad, you know, for most of us or for certain category is a dream that so many people find exciting and they have expectations that life will be um, better in another country, will be more exciting. However, there is another side to this story, uh, what we call, let's say, the moving abroad blues or le choc culturel, which can affect our mental health or the mental health of expats. Yes, that's uh, that's absolutely right. Um, it it's easy to think that being an expat in a different country could just be like having a long holidays. Basically, most people go to a different country, a different place when they go on holiday, and obviously, in that case, usually everything's fine. So, so there can be this feeling that it is the same, and it's true that. For most people, you have this kind of excitement and curiosity period um, about your new place. But then that's right that, as you just said, uh, usually this relatively short period uh, is followed by a kind of realization that things are actually very different and you have to live with these different things all the time, every day. And then, as you say, the shock culture, cultural or culture shock sets in, basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, let us just go one or let's say simplify things and go step by step. Um, as a researcher and as uh, someone who kind of like lived it all, who saw students and people coming from all around the world and working in the same place. And would you like, explain to us in a simple way that, you know, how our brains uh, naturally function. It means that we have certain learning patterns when we are young babies, we learn to talk, you know, from our parents, the language, and then we have this kind of like ability to, to adapt to different situations. So could you explain to us in like, so we could help kind of like understand better? Yes, yeah, that's true that your brain is like a muscle. And like a muscle, your brain is trained into what you do every day. 
and and what it has learned basically becomes automatic and and from the purpose here i could say that we have two kinds of brain we have what is usually called the intuitive brain it's and it's a kind of autopilot so basically your brain is very very greedy it needs a lot of energy so any energy it can save it will which means that without realizing it your brain is content constantly checking things that are happening around you against what it already knows and most of the time it knows the thing because you are in a familiar place and so it just goes yes okay i know that's fine that's fine that's fine and then when the brain doesn't recognize something it needs to use that other brain which is the attentive mind and which is the mind that really you have to think about something and um, what happens when you're like an expat for instance where you're in a place unfamiliar that you don't know is that basically that attentive brain kind of becomes overwhelmed it goes into overdrive because there are so many things that are different that your intuitive mind is kind of saying very very often oh i don't know that i don't know that i don't know that and and so engage your energetically costly part of your brain much more which is very very draining mm -hmm, mm -hmm. thank you for that lovely uh, explanation and indeed i think the brain uh, doesn't like what is unfamiliar in somehow and which creates a sort of also resistance or something, as you said, uh, it goes like, I don't know this, I don't know this, which create kind of like a sort of stress or pressure in somehow. So for you, when you move to all these countries, how moving into a new environment affected uh, you, your own well-being uh, as a person uh, in general, because, I assume that when you moved, all of a sudden, you didn't have your family, your friends with you, which means, you know, also your support network was in somehow absent. So you had to put some extra effort into making new uh, friendships. But at the beginning, I assume it was a little bit hard. Yes, it was definitely a bit hard, especially the first time I moved, because I moved on my own. Um, and basically, I had I had no no known support um, when when I moved. And so it was, yes, it was very stressful, uh, both psychologically and physically, you know, you, you arrive at the end of the day, and you are really completely trained of your energy um, basically being confronted to all these new things um, and especially like in my case speaking a language that wasn't my native tongue and and in which at the time i wasn't very comfortable in so that that was um really extremely extremely difficult um, and so yes it it was very very um stressful so what 
what I did is that basically I took the, the opinion that, well, I need to adapt. Um, the first about three months, every day I was coming back home uh, thinking, I'm going to pack my suitcase and take the first flight back to France. Uh, but obviously, I didn't do it. And, and I said, no, well, no, I've got, I've got to adapt. I've got to jump into that new culture and learn about it. And um, so, so that's, that's how I decided to go with it. And, and at the end, uh, it was still very, very hard for some months. Uh, but I think at the end, it, it really paid off. Um, and, and especially you mentioned about the, the, the lack of, of support. Um, it's, it, it's true that this is especially important when you move on your own, particularly, you know, your family is and your friends are, are a long way away. Um, that was at the time you mentioned, yes, the, the late 90s. So that was at that time um, where you didn't have such widespread communication technology. You know, at the time, it was roughly email or relatively expensive phone calls. That's, that's all about what you could do. So you didn't have that ease of communication with the people back home that you have now that, that helps um, a little bit more. So it's true that not having that support network locally, at least to, to, to begin with, is is very, very difficult. And, uh, and so it's why it's very important to not isolate yourself and, and basically say, no, I'm, I'm going to, to go out and to, to meet people and to, um, to be with them, basically. And, and you will discover that most people are actually very happy to help. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can feel from your voice and that the beginning was uh, quite emotional and as you describe it, a little bit tiring and sometimes very exhausting depending on the day, on what happened. And especially as you said, when you don't know the language, which means extra work for your brain and it takes from your energy. So at the end, it's not easy uh, to kind of like find that balance, you know, uh, also think fast and understand and respond uh, fast so people can can understand actually and communicate with you. So all these things kind of like create a certain pressure and uh, which we will have another uh, kind of like two questions that you will help us understand in the uh, next segment. If you are an expat or planning to move soon, this episode is definitely for you. Nadash, please, um, what is, let's say, your takeaway from your experience as an expat? Um, so I probably would have several takeaways, not, not many, but a few. Um, I think the most important is obviously we all have expectations about the place we go to um, 
like, for instance, when I first moved to America, you know, we think we know American cultures because we see it all the time on TV, on movies, um, and and things like that. So, so I would have thought, oh, it's not going to be that different. It's okay. But then actually, no, you realize it's very, very different to any expectation you might have. So that would be my first takeaway. Um, leave behind any expectations you have about the place and really um, try to keep it very factual uh, like about the differences it's so easy to compare to go there and to compare oh it's not like this in my country oh it's not like that and then obviously when you begin to compare the next step is that it's very easy to put a judgment on it and then that judgment will bring feelings, which a lot of the times are negative, which then can trigger even more stress, anger, frustration, and, and then lead to, to problems such as depression, for instance, and other mental health issues. So, so it's very important to just not think about what you were expecting um, about the place. Um, my second takeaway is that you need to leave where you are. Um, I've seen many people that actually kind of leave as if they were still at home a bit and trying to find exactly the same thing and uh, spending most of their time actually interacting with friends and family back at home and or interacting where they live with people from the same country and this was will not help your adaptation so so a second takeaway is really to to get to live in the place you are and to get to know people there uh, that will be very very important um, something that I found personally extremely important is to have what I would call some me time. Um, basically, make sure that you have quiet time for yourself to recharge your battery and put that little bit of space between you and the world for even if it's just a few minutes. Um, but just make sure that you do that. However you want to do it, um, you know, it could be going for a walk in a quiet places, uh, listening to some soothing music, having a hot bath or, or whatever. It's not about sitting on the couch and watching movies. No, that won't do. Uh, but something basically where you can be with yourself. Um, that is very, very important and to to recharge your battery, to reflect. And you can use, you can use mindfulness, you can use meditation um, if, if you're inclined to, to do so. Uh, but make sure that you have this time for you. So that would be some takeaways that I have. Mm, brilliant, brilliant. Uh, I appreciate that you spoke about um, me time. 
because it's it's uh, important for both expats and for us as human beings yeah. because life is busy and either we spend time with families at work studying doing this do that but what about us it's it's for me it's an important element of a good self-care routine so me time is the only time where you give it to yourself to your thoughts, to your brain, to your soul, to your body. And as you described, all these uh, pleasurable activities and and also some spiritual activities are very helpful and important for the meantime, whether it's, it's mindfulness or meditation, also taking care of ourselves in terms of, you know, as you said, uh, walking in the nature or just uh, a bath, it doesn't matter, as you said, just choose what works for you. What do you want? And just do it. Yes, that, that, that's exactly right. And, and it's especially important when you are an expat, when you are in an unfamiliar place, because that place is a lot more challenging than uh-huh. a place you know. Um, so, so that obviously will elevate your potential level of stress and um, and maybe potential inadequacy, and, uh, and and you may also feel sometimes that it is your fault if you cannot function in that new culture, which which is not which is not as as any learning process. You just n- need to learn; it will come with time, which is particularly important, especially at the beginning, to to have this this time for you and to know that that's okay. And, uh, and take care of yourself, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I uh, absolutely agree with you. Uh, it's challenging that you find yourself in a new environment without your support network. And I appreciate your presence today with us. I believe that this episode will help so many expats and so many people who are planning to move on to at least think about their mental health and taking care of their own well-being uh, before, you know, before it's happening, before we find ourselves in the middle of this chaos that we have to deal with, all these challenges that we have to deal with. So at least for people who are planning to move soon, regardless of, you know, uh, the current circumstances of the pandemic. Also, when you plan, like, Nadej, what amazes me is that people think about having a place where to stay, um, they arrange their flights, financial situation, but they forget the most important part. It's their mental health, their physical health, you know, their own well-being. If you're not functioning well, the rest would not be beneficial to you. Yes, no, that that's true. You're you're absolutely right. That um, and and I I can understand. I, I guess I, I was the same. Uh, you know, you want to have a place to live. If you move with kids, you want to make sure that your kids have a, a school and a good school, if possible. So all that kind of things. And and people tend to focus on these practicalities of life, which I can understand. But which means that they spend so much time to do that that they forget to prepare the psychological aspect of it. And, and mm-hmm. then suddenly you arrive there and, and you realize that. And so, so if, if you don't have time to 
the best would be to prepare for that before. And, and there are people around who can help just like me and, and other um, excellent people you, um, and make sure you prepare. But if you don't prepare before, as soon as you see that you have problems with your new culture that you don't perform, if you go, if, you, if you're an expat and you go there for a professional assignment, if you realize that you're not performing as you used to, because there are whatever reason, miscommunication and things you do not understand, don't wait, don't wait to seek help and to, to, to understand basically where the gaps are between the cultures and what you can do to, to adapt to your new culture and, and make sure that you perform as well as you can in that new environment. Uh-huh. Absolutely agree. I mean, um, we need to seek for professional help whenever it's needed, whether expat or to adapt, uh, to seek therapy if needed, or um, just, uh, you know, some help from a coach. It doesn't matter. Just evaluate your case and what do you feel like you need? Express your needs and find someone who can help you manage all this. Um, and as to finish this wonderful episode uh, dedicated for expats around the world, um, if there is one advice that you could give the other expats, uh, what this advice would be? Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Going to live and to know a different country is an experience like nothing else. Um, mm. I've grown, I've changed so much in, in, in a good way, in a better way, because I've seen all these different cultures, all these different people, to see that the world can be different from the world I knew before. So embrace it. Go there and embrace it. Lovely. So, dear expats, do not be afraid. Embrace your new culture, your new environment. Go out there. Uh, walk in museums, uh, galleries. Observe how people actually in your new environment behave. Be curious. And have... thank you so much, Nadash. It's been a pleasure to have you here for today's episode. Thank you very much, Rashida. And thank you. I'm very honored to have been part of this wonderful series of podcasts that you're hosting. Thank you very much for doing this. And thank you. The pleasure is all mine. And I'm honored. And dear expats, uh, embrace, do not be afraid, and take care of your mental health. Tune in for more uh, about your mental health and your own well-being. Take care of your body, mind, and soul.